Shalom and welcome to Daily Bread for Busy Moms, a daily podcast where we read you the entire Bible each year based on the weekly Torah portions. I'm Harriet, your reader today. And today we have Thursday the 8th of December or the 14th of Kislev on the Hebrew calendar. Today in history is the birth of Reuven, according to tradition, Genesis 29:32. Leah conceived and bore a son and named him Reuven, for she said, Because the Lord has seen my affliction, surely now my husband will love me. This week we are in a parasha or portion from the Torah scriptures that is called Vayishlach, and that means he sent. And the scripture reading from the Torah will be Genesis or Berachit, chapter 34, verse 1 through chapter 35 and verse 11. Before we start reading the scriptures, let's bless and thank the Lord for giving us his word. Blessed are you, Lord our God, King of the universe, who gives the Torah of truth and the good news of salvation to his people Israel and to all peoples, through his Son, Yeshua the Mashiach, our Master. Now Dina, the daughter of Leah, whom she bore to Yaakov, went out to see the daughters of the land. Shechem, the son of Hamor the Hivite, the prince of the land, saw her. He took her, lay with her, and violated her. His soul joined to Dina, the daughter of Yaakov, and he loved the young lady, and spoke kindly to the young lady. So Shechem spoke to his father, Hamor, saying, Get me this young lady as a wife. Now Yaakov heard that he had defiled Dina, his daughter, and his sons were with his livestock in the field. Yaakov held his peace until they came. Hamor, the father of Shechem, went out to Yaakov to talk with him. The sons of Yaakov came in from the field when they heard it. The men were grieved, and they were very angry, because he had done folly in Israel in lying with Yaakov's daughter, a thing ought not to be done. Hamor talked with them, saying, The soul of my son Shechem longs for your daughter. Please give her to him as a wife. Make marriages with us. Give your daughters to us and take our daughters for yourselves. You shall dwell with us and the land will be before you. Live and trade in it and get possessions in it. Shechem said to her father and to her brothers, Let me find favor in your eyes, and whatever you will tell me I will give. Ask me for a great amount for dowry, and I will give whatever you ask of me, but give me the young lady as a wife. The sons of Yaakov answered Shechem and Hamor his father with deceit when they spoke, because he had defiled Dinah their sister, and said to them, we cannot do this thing, to give our sister to one who is uncircumcised, for that is a reproach to us. Only on this condition will we consent to you. If you will be as we are, that every male of you be circumcised, 
Then we will give our daughters to you, and we will take your daughters to us, and we will dwell with you, and we will become one people. But if you will not listen to us and be circumcised, then we will take our sister, and we will be gone. Now their words pleased Hamor and Shem, Hamor's son. And the young man did not wait to do this thing, because he had delight in Yaakov's daughter, and he was honored above all the house of his father. Hamor and Shem, his son, came to the gate of their city and talked with the men of their city, saying, These men are peaceful with us. Therefore, let them live in the land and trade in it. For behold, the land is large enough for them. Let us take their daughters to us for wives, and let us give them our daughters. Only on this condition will the men consent to us to live with us, to become one people. If every male among us is circumcised, as they are circumcised, will not their livestock and their possessions and all their animals be ours? Only let us give our consent to them, and they will dwell with us. All who went out of the gate of his city listened to Hamor and to Shechem his son, and every male was circumcised, all who went out of the gate of his city. On the third day, when they were sore, two of Yaakov's sons, Shimon and Levi, Dinah's brothers, each took his sword and came upon the unsuspecting city and killed all the males. They killed Hamor and Shechem, his son, with the edge of the sword, and took Dina out of Shechem's house and went away. Yaakov's sons came on the dead and plundered the city because they had defiled their sister. They took their flocks, their herds, their donkeys, that which was in the city, that which was in the field, and all their wealth. They took captive all their little ones and their wives, and took as plunder everything that was in the house. Yaakov said to Shimon and Levi, You have troubled me to make me odious to the inhabitants of the land, among the Canaanites and the Perizzites. I am few in number. They will gather themselves together against me and strike me, and I will be destroyed, I and my house. But they said, Should he deal with our sister as with a prostitute? God said to Yaakov, Arise, go up to Bethel and live there. Make there an altar to God who appeared to you when you fled from the face of Esav, your brother. Then Yaakov said to his household and to all who were with him, Put away the foreign gods that are among you. Purify yourselves, change your garments. Let us arise and go up to Bethel. I will make there an altar to God, who answered me in the day of my distress, and was with me on the way which I went. They gave to Yaakov all the foreign gods which were in their hands, and the rings which were in their ears, and Yaakov hid them under the oak which was by Shechem. They traveled, and the terror of God was on the cities that were around them, and they did not pursue the sons of Yaakov. So Yaakov came to Luz, that is Bethel, which is in the land of Canaan, he and all the people who were with him.
He built an altar there and called the place El Betel, because there God was revealed to him when he fled from the face of his brother. Dvora, Rivka's nurse, died and she was buried below Betel under the oak and its name was called Alon Bakut. God appeared to Yaakov again when he came from Padanaram and blessed him. God said to him, Your name is Yaakov. Your name shall not be Yaakov anymore, but your name will be Israel. So he called his name Israel. God said to him, I am El Shaddai. Be fruitful and multiply. A nation and a company of nations will be from you, and kings will come out of your body. That was Genesis 34, 1 through 35, 11. Now our portion from the prophets will be 1 Samuel or Shmuel, chapters 15 and 16. Shmuel said to Shaul, The Lord sent me to anoint you to be king of his people over Israel. Now therefore, listen to the voice of the words of the Lord. This is what the Lord Svaot says. I remember what Amalek did to Israel, how he set himself against him on the way when he came up out of Mitzrayim. Now go and strike Amalek and utterly destroy all that they have, and do not spare them, but kill both man and woman, infant and nursing baby, ox and sheep, camel and donkey. Then Shaul summoned the people and counted them into lime, two hundred thousand footmen and ten thousand men of Yehuda. Shaul came to the city of Amalek and set an ambush in the valley. Shaul said to the Kenites, Go, depart, go down from among the Amalekites, lest I destroy you with them. For you showed kindness to all the sons of Israel when they came up out of Mitzrayim. So the Kenites departed from among the Malachites. Shaul struck the Malachites from Havilah as you go to Shur, that is before Mitzrayim. And he took Agag, the king of the Malachites, alive and utterly destroyed all the people with the edge of the sword. But Shaul and the people spared Agag and the best of the sheep, of the cattle, and of the fat calves, and the lambs, and all that was good, and were not willing to utterly destroy them. But everything that was vile and refused, that they destroyed utterly. Then the word of the Lord came to Shmuel, saying, It grieves me that I have set up Shaul to be king, for he has turned back from following me and has not carried out my commandments. And Shmuel was angry, and he cried to the Lord all night. Shmuel rose early to meet Shaul in the morning, and Shmuel was told, saying, Shaul came to Carmel, and behold, he has set up a monument for himself, and turned and passed on and went down to Gilgal. Then Shmuel, uh, sorry, then 
Shmuel came to Shaul, and Shaul said to him, You are blessed by the Lord. I have carried out the commandment of the Lord. But Shmuel said, Then what does this bleating of the sheep in my ears and the lowing of the cattle which I hear mean? Shaul said, They have brought them from the Amalekites, for the people spared the best of the sheep and of the cattle to sacrifice to the Lord your God. We have utterly destroyed the rest. Then Shmuel said to Shaul, Stay, and I will tell you what the Lord said to me last night. And he said to him, Say on. And Shmuel said, Though you were little in your own sight, did you not become the head of the tribes of Israel? The Lord anointed you king over Israel, and the Lord sent you on a journey and said, Go and utterly destroy the sinners, the Amalekites, and fight against them until they are consumed. Why then did you not obey the voice of the Lord, but took the plunder and did that which was evil in the sight of the Lord? Then Shaul said to Shmuel, But I have obeyed the voice of the Lord, and have gone the way which the Lord sent me, and have brought Agag the king of Amalek, and have utterly destroyed the Amalekites. But the people took of the plunder, sheep and cattle, the chief of the devoted things, to sacrifice to the Lord your God in Gilgal. And Shmuel said, Has the Lord as much delight in burnt offering and sacrifices as in obeying the word of the Lord, the voice of the Lord? Behold, to obey is better than sacrifice, and to listen than the fat of rams. For rebellion is as the sin of witchcraft, and stubbornness, iniquity, and idolatry. Because you have rejected the word of the Lord, he has also rejected you from being king. Shaul said to Shmuel, I have sinned, for I have transgressed the word of the Lord and your words, because I feared the people and obeyed their voice. Now therefore, please pardon my sin and turn again with me that I may worship the Lord. But Shmuel said to Shaul, I will not return with you, for you have rejected the word of the Lord, and the Lord has rejected you from being king over Israel. As Samuel turned around to go away, Shaul grabbed the skirt of his robe and it tore. Shmuel said to him, The Lord has torn the kingdom of Israel from you today and has given it to a neighbor of yours who is better than you. Also the strength of Israel will not lie nor repent, for he is not a man that he should repent. Then he said, I have sinned, yet honor me now before the elders of my people and before Israel, and come back with me that I may worship the Lord your God. So Shmuel went back with Shaul, and Shaul worshipped the Lord. Then Shmuel said, Bring Agag the king of the Malachites here to me. And Agag came to him in chains. Agag said, Surely the bitterness of death is past. Shmuel said, As your sword has made women childless, so your mother will be childless among women. 
Then Shmuel cut Agag in pieces before the Lord in Gilgal. Then Shmuel went to Ramah, and Shaul went up to his house to Gibeat, Shaul. Shmuel came no more to see Shaul until the day of his death, for Shmuel mourned for Shaul, and the Lord grieved that he had made Shaul king over Israel. The Lord said to Shmuel, How long will you mourn for Shaul, since I have rejected him from being king over Israel? Fill your horn with oil and go. I will send you to Jesse, the Bethlehemite, for I have provided a king for myself among his sons. Shmuel said, How can I go? If Shaul hears it, he will kill me. The Lord said, Take a heifer with you and say, I have come to sacrifice to the Lord. Call Jesse to the sacrifice, and I will show you what you shall do. You shall anoint to me him whom I name to you. So Shmuel did what the Lord said and came to Bethlehem. And the elders of the city came to meet him trembling and said, Do you come in Shalom? And he said, In Shalom. I have come to sacrifice to the Lord. Sanctify yourselves and come with me to the sacrifice. And he sanctified Ishai and his sons and called them to the sacrifice. When they had come, he looked at Eliav and said, Surely the anointed of the Lord is before him. But the Lord said to Shmuel, Do not look on his face or on the height of his stature, because I have rejected him. For I do not see as man sees. For man looks at the outward appearance, but the Lord looks at the heart. So Ishai called Avinadav and made him pass before Shmuel. And he said, The Lord has not chosen this one either. Then Ishai made Shammah to pass by. He said, The Lord has not chosen this one either. Ishai made seven of his sons to pass before Shmuel. And Shmuel said to Ishai, The Lord has not chosen these. And Shmuel said to Ishai, Are all your children here? He said, There remains yet the youngest. Behold, he is keeping the sheep. And Shmuel said to Ishai, Send and get him, for we will not sit down until he comes here. So he sent and brought him, and brought him in. Now he was ruddy, with a handsome face and good appearance. The Lord said, Arise, anoint him, for this is he. Then Shmuel took the horn of oil and anointed him in the middle of his brothers. Then the Ruach of the Lord came mightily on David from that day forward. So Shmuel rose up and went to Ramah. Now the Ruach Adonai the Ruach of the Lord, departed from Shaul, and an evil spirit from the Lord troubled him. Shaul's servants said to him, See now, an evil spirit from God troubles you. Let our Lord now command your servants, who are in front of you, to seek out a man who is a skillful player on the harp. Then when the evil spirit from God is on you, he will play with his hand, and you will be well. Shaul said to his servants, Provide me now a man who can play well, 
and bring him to me. Then one of the young men answered and said, Behold, I have seen a son of Ishai the Bethlehemite, who is skillful in playing, a mighty man of valor, a man of war, prudent in speech, and a handsome person, and the Lord is with him. Therefore Shaul sent messengers to Ishai and said, Send me David your son, who is with the sheep. Ishai took a donkey loaded with bread, and a skin of wine, and a young goat, and sent them by David his son to Shaul. David came to Shaul and stood before him. He loved him greatly, and he became his armor-bearer. And Shaul sent to Ishai, saying, Please let David stand before me, for he has found favor in my sight. When the Spirit from God was on Shaul, David took the harp and played with his hand, so Shaul was refreshed and was well, and the evil spirit departed from him. That was the first book of Samuel, chapters 15 and 16. Now we have arrived at the portion of scripture from the writings, and we will read Psalm 58 and Psalm 59. For the chief musician, to the tune of Do Not Destroy, a miktam by David. Do you indeed speak righteousness, silent ones? Do you judge blamelessly, you sons of men? No, in your heart you plot injustice. You measure out the violence of your hands in the earth. The wicked go astray from the womb. They are wayward as soon as they are born, speaking lies. Their poison is like the poison of a snake, like a deaf cobra that stops its ears, which does not listen to the voice of the charmers, no matter how skillful the charmer may be. Break their teeth, O God, in their mouths. Break out the great teeth of the young lions, Lord. Let them vanish like water that flows away. When they draw the bow, let their arrows be made blunt. Let them be like a snail which melts and passes away, like a stillborn child who has not seen the sun. Before your pots can feel the heat of the thorns, he will sweep away the green and the burning alike. The righteous shall rejoice when he sees the vengeance. He shall wash his feet in the blood of the wicked, so that men shall say, Most certainly there is a reward for the righteous. Most certainly there is a God who judges the earth. For the chief musician to the tune of Do Not Destroy, a miktam by David, when Shaul sent, and they watched the house to kill him. Deliver me from my enemies, my God. Set me on high from those who rise up against me. Deliver me from the workers of iniquity. Save me from the bloodthirsty men. For behold, they lie in wait for my soul. The mighty gather themselves together against me. Not for my transgression, nor for my sin, Lord. I have done no wrong, yet they are ready to attack me. 
Rise up, behold, and help me. You, Lord, Elohates Va'ot, the God of Israel. Rouse yourself to punish the nations. Show no mercy to the wicked traders. Selah. They return at evening, howling like dogs, and prowl around the city. Behold, they spew with their mouth. Swords are in their lips. For they say, Who can hear us? But you, Lord, laugh at them. You scoff at all the nations. O my strength, I watch for you, for God is my high tower. My God will go before me with his loving kindness. God will let me look at my enemies in triumph. Do not kill them, or my people may forget. Scatter them by your power and bring them down. Lord, our shield. For the sin of their mouth and the words of their lips, let them be caught in their pride. For the curses and lies which they utter, consume them in wrath. Consume them and they will be no more. Let them know that God rules in Yaakov to the ends of the earth. Selah. At evening, let them return. Let them howl like a dog and go around the city. They shall wander up and down for food and wait all night if they are not satisfied. But I will sing of your strength. I will sing aloud of your loving kindness in the morning. For you have been my high tower, a refuge in the day of my distress. To you, my strength, I will sing praises. For God is my high tower, the God of my mercy. That was Psalms 58 and 59. Now our final portion of scriptures for today, the apostolic writings. We will read Mark chapter 10, verses 32 through 52. And they were on the way, going up to Jerusalem, and Yeshua was going in front of them, and they were amazed, and those who followed were afraid. He again took the twelve and began to tell them the things that were going to happen to him. Behold, we are going up to Jerusalem. The Son of Man will be delivered to the chief Kohanim and the Torah teachers, and they will condemn him to death and will deliver him to the Gentiles, and they will mock him, spit on him, scourge him, and kill him, and on the third day he will rise again. And Yaakov and Yohanan, the sons of Zabdai, came near to him, saying, Rabbi, we want you to do for us whatever we will ask. And he said to them, What do you want me to do for you? And they said to him, Grant us that we may sit, one on your right hand and one on your left hand, in your glory. But Yeshua said to them, You do not know what you are asking. Are you able to drink the cup that I drink, and to be immersed with the immersion that I am immersed with? And they said to him, We are able. Yeshua said to them, You shall indeed drink the cup that I drink and you shall be immersed with the immersion that I am immersed with. But to sit at my right hand and at my left hand is not mine to give, 
but for whom it has been prepared. And when the ten heard it, they began to be indignant toward Yaakov and Yohanan. And Yeshua summoned them and said to them, You know that they who are recognized as rulers over the nations lord it over them, and their great ones exercise authority over them. But it shall not be so among you, but whoever wants to become great among you shall be your servant. And whoever of you wants to become first among you shall be bondservant of all. For the Son of Man also came not to be served, but to serve, and to give his life as a ransom for many. And they came to Jericho, and he went out from Jericho with his disciples and a great multitude. Then the son of Timaeus, Bartimaeus, a blind beggar, was sitting by the road. And when he heard that it was Yeshua, the Nazarene, he began to cry out and say, Yeshua, you son of David, have mercy on me. And many rebuked him that he should be quiet, but he cried out much more, You son of David, have mercy on me. And Yeshua stood still and said, Call him. They called the blind man, saying to him, Cheer up, get up, he's calling you. And he, casting away his cloak, sprang up and came to Yeshua. And Yeshua asked him, What do you want me to do for you? The blind man said to him, Rabuni, that I may see again. And Yeshua said to him, Go your way, your faith has made you whole. And immediately he received his sight and followed Yeshua on the way. That was Mark chapter 10, verses 32 through 52. If you are reading through the Apostolic Writings or the New Testament twice this year, you would also read 1 Corinthians chapter 7, verses 25 through 40 today. That ends our episode for today. I'm Harriet with Daily Bread for Busy Moms. Shalom from Israel. Until next time.